Hey friends, and welcome to episode 151 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is a special one. We have officially spent more than 150 hours together chatting about all things time management, work, life, and balance. And let me just say, doing this podcast has been a lesson in time management for me. From figuring out how to coordinate schedules with my guests, making sure we stayed on track during the interviews, and of course, handling my own busy schedule as a mom and business owner in the meantime, I think it's safe to say that I've learned a lot. And because time management is my jam and my career, I wanted to spend this episode chatting with you about the time management lessons I've learned thanks to podcasting. And maybe you'll find a couple of gems in here yourself. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the five biggest lessons I've learned in the last 150 episodes. You'll hear about why having a vision tops everything. I'll share the key to getting your dream results, and we'll talk about how to set yourself up to delegate out almost anything. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 151. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. All right, let's get to the chase. First things first, you need a vision. Results require consistency, and consistency requires commitment. And if you're going to ask yourself to commit to something, you need to have the vision to commit to. So much of the time when we want to start something new, a habit, a podcast, whatever, we get so insanely frustrated when we don't see immediate results. And I know I had this moment. When I first launched the podcast back in December of 2019, I had a small but loyal following. And yeah, I could have immediately considered myself a failure for not having a huge audience with thousands of downloads per episode right off the bat because, you know, I wasn't a celebrity or a popular YouTuber or a comedian or something. But when it comes to seeing results, whether it's thousands of downloads or a promotion or starting a business, getting new clients, you need to have a vision of what those ideal results will be. You have to ask yourself and answer the question, what 
does success look like? And this is for big projects, small projects. What does success look like? For me, I wanted to serve people through my platform. I had lived through burnout and knew that as much as I didn't want to go back to that dark place, I definitely didn't want anyone else to feel that either. And so as cheesy as this is, I can only touch so many lives in person and in one-on-one coaching. There's just not enough time in the day and not enough of me to go around professionally and to still be able to give my best to my family and my friends. And so I knew that I needed a platform that would allow me to serve tons of people at once. And I can't exactly stand up on a stage with a microphone in front of thousands of people every day. But that was my vision, to spread the message that burnout doesn't have to be a way of life and that busy is not a badge of honor. So sharing that with as many people as possible, that was my vision not becoming an instant celebrity. So it started, that first lesson was getting clear on my vision. And my second lesson, and I mentioned this a bit in the previous, was that results don't come fast or easy. Anyone who appears to be an overnight success, plain and simple, they are not. Becoming an overnight success takes years of hard work behind the scenes. And if you want to reach your vision, once you define what success looks like, if you want to reach your vision, I'm just going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen if you take action in spurts. So here's what I mean. So let's say that you're training for a marathon. You're not going to help yourself be ready for marathon day by going on a 10 mile run one day and then six months later, going on a five-minute jog. That doesn't work. You have to be consistent. And you have to consistently build on your progress in order to reach your goal, achieve that vision that you have, and to see those results. I am so proud that my episodes are now downloaded at least 20,000 times a month because that's 20,000 opportunities to help someone create more space and balance in their lives. But it wasn't always like that. It's About Time did not look like that from day one. Those 20,000 download months, that's come because I've given this podcast time and I've given it consistency. I didn't quit, even when it was really hard to keep going. So if you're working towards something right now, and you're putting in the work, and you're being consistent, but you don't see those results yet, keep going. Keep going. Even when it's hard, keep going. Results take time. Lesson number three is that you have to commit fully to anything that you want to be successful at. So when I decided to launch this podcast, I dove in headfirst. I made the decision from the very first day that I was going to stick with this for the long haul. I wasn't just going to dip my toe into podcasting to see how things go. I was going to make this a thing. I was bound and determined. My flag was planted 
and it was going to happen. And yeah, going into it, going into this podcast with that level of commitment to create an episode every single week or almost every single week for the past 151 episodes, that's resulted in some late nights, some early mornings, and even more days where I felt like I had no idea what I was going to do. Going into it with that level of commitment has resulted in some very late nights. Oh, I don't even want to tell you the late, late Sunday nights that I spent early on. Uh, There were times that after Millie would go to bed as a baby on Sunday nights, I would head into my office and work until the early morning hours to write, record, edit, and produce an episode because I was determined to keep going. So we're talking late nights early mornings, and days where I felt like I had no idea what I was doing, but I was trying really hard and trying to learn as much as possible. And then I still remember in the weeks before Elizabeth, my second daughter, was born in March of 2021, I tried to create as many episodes as possible before her due date so I could take a break from the podcast in those precious newborn weeks while still having episodes published each week. And that was hard, but, but again, I was determined to keep it going. And because I committed so deeply from day one and kept going through the hard times, I am so grateful that I've seen way more success, my definition of success, than I ever thought was possible. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at annadcornick.com forward slash quiz 
and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. And lesson four is that consistency takes systems. So let's backtrack for a second. If lesson one was you need a vision, lesson two is that reaching that vision, having that success doesn't come fast and it doesn't come easy. Having that success takes commitment and staying committed takes systems. So lesson four is that consistency takes systems. So here's the thing. When it comes to starting anything new, anything you want to be consistent at, whether it's a new morning routine, a new habit like a workout routine, um, not hitting the snooze button anymore in the morning, whatever. Let's say that you want to start running five miles a day before work. You can't just wake up one morning and be like, I'm going to run five miles a day if you've never even jogged a 5K and expect yourself to be consistently successful. I mean, maybe it could happen, but it's unlikely. And here's why. You have to create systems for success. You have to create systems to make those five mile runs happen by setting yourself up to stay consistent. And y'all, systems don't have to be complicated. They can be so simple. And it's all about being as streamlined as possible, so the simpler the better, to help make sure consistency becomes second nature. Things like laying out your running clothes the night before and putting your phone across the room so you don't roll over and hit snooze, or worse, roll over and immediately open up Instagram and spend an hour scrolling. Laying out your clothes the night before, putting your phone across the room, those are systems for success and you need systems in place that make consistency easy. I know that some of you are the only person doing things at home or at work or in your business. And you might think that you don't need a system in place because you're the only one doing the thing. But come on, you don't want to be the only one doing all the things forever, right? At some point, you want to teach your kids to do the dishes and clean up after themselves. At some point, you want to outsource stuff instead of doing it all yourself. Delegate to another team member. You need systems that make it possible and easy to outsource, even if that outsourcing is just your kids or your partner. And you want to do that without causing tons of stress and headaches. One of the biggest things that holds us back from outsourcing or asking for help is that we believe that no one can do things as good as we can. <laughs> and I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but that's just not true. You had to learn somehow, right? And even worse, when you fall back on the excuse of, oh, I'm a perfectionist, great. But there was some point in time that you had to learn to become as good as you are. You weren't always that good. So how can you teach that? How can you think through the steps that it takes to do things as good as you do them? And how can you make them teachable? When I first started the podcast, I did everything. I wrote the episodes. I wrote the show notes. I edited the episodes. I had to learn how to edit podcasts. I spent so much time on YouTube trying to understand how to edit audio. It's crazy. 
I, I did the publishing and the production and uploaded them to the hosting platform. I created the social media posts, designed the graphics, wrote the captions, the whole nine yards. I even created that little square graphic that you see in iTunes or Spotify, you know, whenever you tune into the show. I, yeah, I created that. I'm, I'm telling you, I did everything. I was a one woman show all the way because I had to be at the time. I knew from day one that someday I wanted to be able to have someone else write out the full episodes based on my ideas and outlines and concepts. I wanted someone else to handle the audio editing and the production, someone else to coordinate the logistics with guests, create the social media, the show notes, and the whole nine yards. I wanted to be able to step back from so many of those things that I found tedious or time-consuming so I could focus on what I do best, the ideas, the strategies. And because I put systems in place early on, following the same checklist, the same workflow every single time, I've been able to do that. So now, for example, I have automation set up for podcast guests. So whenever they book a time to do their interview, they use an automated calendar system. We're not going back and forth in email to choose the best time. And then whenever they book their time, they automatically receive a welcome and a confirmation email. On the flip side, my producer, also known as my husband, Scott, yes, he has learned now how to edit podcast episodes. He automatically gets a Slack message to our podcast channel, letting him know that someone's booked their guest spot. So he can get started getting them onboarding and prep for the episode. Now, I know that lots of you out there listening, you're not podcasters and maybe you're not business owners, but you can still find ways to automate pieces of your life. So if you have a pet sitter, a babysitter, a house manager, a nanny, do you have to give them the same verbal instructions every time? Maybe you feel like you forgot things and then they call you in the middle of lunch or text you a million questions while you're trying to focus on work or your nanny knocks on the door to your office throughout the day while you're trying to get work done because she wants to know what snacks are okay for the kids to eat or where the band-aids are. Or you just simply feel like you're having to do so much extra work to delegate something out that it might be easier if you just did it yourself. And this is where a system comes in handy. All you need to do is ask yourself, what does this person need to know in order to be successful? And of course, you can't create that system unless you've defined what success looks like. That takes us all the way back to lesson one. But going off that point, the last lesson that I've learned that I wanna share, which is definitely last but not least, is to get clear on the things that only you can do. Get clear on the things that only you can do. So much of the time we get so overwhelmed because our to-do list is full of stuff that we're convinced has to get done. And we feel like we have to be the one to do it all or else it doesn't count. And y'all, that is so not true. The point of having a podcast is not for me to sit on my computer for hours to design graphics. That is not something that only I can do. The point of the podcast is to impact lives, to share strategies that work, to give you ideas for things that you can implement in your life to make your life just a little easier. 
But that's not going to happen if I'm wasting all my time doing busy work. Just say no to busy work. But here's the thing. I am. I'm the only one who can interview a guest or record a podcast. I can't outsource that. And as one of my favorite business leaders, Ashlyn Carter, loves to say, you can't outsource your push-ups. But I'll add my own spin. You can't outsource your push-ups, but you can outsource cleaning the gym. So getting clear on what only you can do, that allows you to get crystal clear on the things that you can outsource. To get clear on where you can ask for help so you can create the systems that enable you to be consistent to get the results and make your vision a reality. You have to know what the highest and best use of your time is and put your energy there. You can do it. I know you can. You know how I know? Because I've done it. And I am not a magical time management unicorn. Anyone can have a vision, be consistent, create systems, ask for help, and double down on those things that only you can do. So I want you to ask yourself right now, what's one thing, one thing, we're going to start small, what is one thing that only you can do? And how can you carve out more time for that? All right, so there you have it. Looking back on how much I've learned in the last 150 episodes feels crazy. It is so just exciting, fulfilling to put these lessons out there like that. And if you'd asked me back at episode one, which by the way, after my first attempt at recording episode one, I almost wanted to quit. I almost wanted to give up because it was so hard. But if you had asked me back then, in December of 2019, what I thought I'd be sharing at 150 episodes in, I probably would have just laughed. Not because I didn't think I'd get to 150, because I was committed, but just because there's no way I could have or any of us could have predicted what was up ahead and what we'd learn along the way. So I hope this episode gave you a little bit of insight into some ways that you can reach your own goals. And If you've loved what you've heard in today's episode, there is more where that came from. If you truly want to skyrocket your productivity while simultaneously creating more balance and ease in your life, I would love to welcome you inside the It's About Time Academy. The group of women in there are so amazing and supportive. They're ambitious, they're caring, they're encouraging, and every day I get to wake up and see wins from our community getting posted inside our private community group. And I would definitely love to see some of your wins in there too. You can learn more about the Academy through the link in the show notes or by heading over to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash Academy. All right, I'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening and for making 150 plus episodes of It's About Time possible. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.